Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? It's going like this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A luge ride for the soul. Yes, yes, exactly. That is how my life has felt this past week. Absolutely. Ups and downs. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening, everyone, by the way. Yeah, this, wel- welcome this, to Weed and Grub. Welcome to Weed and Grub. It's a <laughs> podcast about um, weed. Sex. Grub. Comedy. Culture. And uh, luge rides for the soul. <laughs> yeah, luge rides for the soul. That should be our new uh, 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 tagline. Hot hot hashtag. Yeah, it's our hot hashtag. Ooh, we had a good hashtag last week that was um, whisk pick. Thank you, everyone, for sending in hot hot ooh spicy whisk picks. I got one that like made my chest like the skin of my chest flush. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Like I broke into a little sweat. Was it a dick with a whisk tattooed on it? No, it was just a huge whisk. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that got you going? Yeah. Um, you know who you are. It was a chef who is a friend of the pod who uh, saw our call for whisk pics mm-hmm. and then just slid into my DMs with a huge whisk. <laughs> Yo, get <laughs> that. I, I, it was, it was, yeah, I felt Twitter painted. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm flushing now talking about you it. You really I can, are. <laughs> I feel my cheeks getting hot. Uh, what? Uh, what? How damp are your palms? Uh, sweaty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no way I could hold a whisk. No. <laughs> Not that big a whisk. Couldn't whisk in this state. <laughs> anyway, keep sending the whisk pics because, man, that is just making my life so much better it's, with, you know, yeah. everything crazy. It's like a, a hot whisk pic will just turn your day right around. Right? You it, never know what, to, what you're going to open when you get a DM. But when you do and you see a whisk that size. Ooh. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. How long do you think it would take to get stiff peaks? Ooh, with I don't a whisk know. like that. Depend on the on the muscles that you're employing. <laughs> you really putting your back into it, then pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> we could go forever. We really could. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for sending them in. Uh, I was also thinking, um, you know how all those other podcasts have like a nickname for people who listen to it? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah. You know, it's so nice when everyone plays along with our silly ideas and they jump in and vote on, you know, pizza crusts or type of chocolate or whisk picks. Um, so for fans, what do you think about um, grublets? <laughs> oh. Okay. That's a no. <laughs> mm, no. Grublets. Grublets is no. I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, we, like, and then everything with weed is just, just for weed. It has to be something that combines weed and grub, like muncheroons or something. <laughs> muncheroons! <laughs> but then that makes them sound kind of dopey? No, I mean, muncheroons is, a, if if it's better than grublets, certainly. Or like yak and snackers. Or, oh, yeah. Or, you know, but then there's something about, like, smoking yak and snackers. Or, no, that's too long. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. We got to come up with it. We'll work on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really thought grublets would be case closed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? You came into this thinking like, yeah. you're going to nail this? I was like, oh, this is going to be a short, <laughs> short section of the pod. It's wow. going to be 10 seconds. Yeah, done and done. Uh-huh. Hashtag not grublets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even for a vote? No. We're not even doing the Twitter poll? Mm-mm, I'm taking it off the table. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Moving on. But I like that. Okay, we'll think about it. Or write to us at Weed and Grub. There you go. Everywhere. Yeah. Send a big old thick whisk pic and let us know. <laughs> Let us know um, what 
people who listen to this what you would like to be called so that we can shout you out because hey straight up you've gotten a lot of dms on a lot of things from this podcast recently it's been pretty neat actually i have to say like one of the uh best things about having this sort of outlet to talk to you every week about all the things in the world is that you know i work things out for myself and then folks sometimes write back to say sometimes whether you know that they agree or that they have thoughts on it or whatever and something that you and i talked about recently when we were in vegas that life is beautiful was how it's different for me to get high and run around than it is for you to get high and run around. Yeah. And that I just have to be more responsible and careful as a woman, um, you know, altering my consciousness and, and, you know, sort of being out in the world. Uh, and that's just the the way things are. And so I, I did like a little bit of a rant on um, safe drug use and being responsible. It was on the Life is Beautiful episode. Yeah. And uh, I got some people writing back to me and saying, absolutely, I 100% agree. Would love to hear more about that. So I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll break it down a little more at some point. But definitely... Um, I, I love that. Like, I love talking about something that then prompts someone to write back and either add to it or, or you know, maybe if, a correction even if there's something that I'm not saying that's right or true. Yeah. And you get that too. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but I get it from most people um, write to me saying like, hell yeah, go hard. Right. Not um, thank you for going hard. Right. Well, on that on that particular subject, yes. But then I think, you know, we both get people writing back for all sorts of different oh, yeah. subject somebody, matter. Somebody wrote me recently, um, very earnest, very genuine, uh, just asking me, like, they want to try cannabis for the first time. It's finally legal in their state. I don't know how old they are. They seem like they're right around, like, college age. And they were just like, what does it do? How do I do it right? I'm so nervous. What steps would you suggest I take so that I can try it? and feel comfortable with whatever happens to me. It's hard to right. know where to look, but the resources, hopefully we can, you know, help I, I want to be that resource. Yeah. Like if people feel safe enough writing, writing to us and asking us those things and they trust us enough to give them earnest, genuine answers, I want that, I want that job. Yeah. Put that job on me. Or at least be the, the you know, someone who we can, we can point folks to where they can find out more. Yeah. Right? And yeah, I wrote him and I was like, just uh, get in your car. Go 100 miles per hour down the freeway, blast your favorite music, and make sure you have a soda in your hand. Oh, stop. Please don't drive when you're high. Please don't drive when you're high. Yeah, thank it you. It is so not fun. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah, We've different. all done it, but it's like, yo, I'm glad I don't have to anymore. And you know, there are certain people who can consume and then responsibly drive. And you know, that's part of what's going on right now is that states that have legalized cannabis are trying to figure out like, what's the difference between someone who's like a seasoned smoker smoking a joint and getting in their car and driving responsibly, or someone who doesn't know how to consume cannabis at all, being a mess and getting and the, the, you know, they're trying to figure out whether it's measuring it in their blood through nanograms or doing like field tests, field sobriety tests, and they're, they're still working on it. But just be very careful i yeah. mean you know your limits hopefully and if you don't know your limits then don't test them absolutely yeah yeah if you're thinking about video games instead of what's in front of you don't be driving don't be don't do it i had that happen to me once and what? it didn't feel good you were playing video games and you realized you were behind the wheel I was uh, I had I had an edible that uh, was stronger than I anticipated, and it sort of really took effect while I was behind the wheel, and it was kind of magic hour. It was that beautiful sort of glow in the sky, but it makes the light a little bit different, and things started looking kind of different. And I probably drove really safely the whole way home, is what happened because mm -hmm. you were pushing your car. I know <laughs> I was driving. You were behind slowly. it. <laughs> like, exactly. This is the best choice. <laughs> Chugged into the driveway yeah. at five miles an hour. But, you know, I parked and I got out of the car and my spatial awareness was just not 
not not on point. And um, I parked a couple of times, went in, had a great night's sleep, felt great, came out the next morning, and I looked at the car, and I was like, wow, that this is a terrible parking job. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was fine. I was safe, but um, yeah. I, I wouldn't do it again. I've done that, too. Yeah. I've just straight up pulled over on the side of the highway and just, like, cranked the chair back for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. snoozed it out. Yeah. For sure. Don't be behind that wheel. And then immediately, I remember it because, uh, and then immediately went to White Castle and just housed six to 10 sliders and some cheese fries. How was that? Uh, I mean, at the time, great choice. Delicious. So tasty. So good. I love White Castle. I don't know. I've never been to a White Castle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, when we do our Midwest tour, we've got to go to a White Castle. Okay. Yeah. Is it good? It's oh, so the burgers are steamed and, and square, right? And square. Okay. So they have this almost like earthy burger taste to them, and so onion forward, mm. like it's that strong grilled onion flavor on a tiny thin steamed patty. Uh-huh. Uh And because they're so delicious in two bites, you know, you can eat ten of them at a clip, rapid fire, you know, no problem. Which is, or what I like to do is I like to stack all of them on top of each other and then just put them all down my throat like one of those big fish and then I just pull out nothing. <laughs> Does that make sense? I just pictured you eating an accordion of burgers. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, like I glue them all together like a cane and just push them down. With like, what, ketchup, mustard? Not for me. I love a, I love a little melted cheese on them. Just some melted American cheese. And that's what they're glued together with? Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, and the buns are real soft and doughy, and, um, you know, it's more bun than burger. Yeah. But it doesn't matter, because when you squish that top bun down, that's real airy. It's real fun to eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the fries are crinkle cut, and they have, like, melted nacho cheese on top, and it's in a little plastic box so you could use a fork if you want or if you don't mind your forefinger and thumb being in your mouth every bite just Mm. it's real fun all right i'm gonna have to i can't wait to go in the midwest uh white castle tour yeah that sounds good it's great hit us up white castle oh yeah (laughs) we're looking for a sponsor they should straight oh my god the ultimate munchie food so we've been on the road for three years now yeah Three years, eight I haven't months, seen several days. Several days. I feel like I'm in the old man in the sea. We are broadcasting from a hotel room right now. In San Francisco. Yeah, so the noise outside is like, I don't even know what district we're in. but It's trolley cars and rice aroni And screaming. Oh, yeah, and DJ from Full House is here. <laughs> That's all I know about San Francisco, the yeah. tanners. Some chatter bowls floating oh. around somewhere. <laughs> we have been on the road since Vegas. We're still on the road. We're going to keep being on the road, and I don't even know if we're going back until November. Wow. That's how it feels. It sure does. So I don't need to keep rambling about it. We've, uh, where do you want to start? Well, Sacramento? I just to, yeah, I wanted to talk about, uh, yeah, the big sack. The big sack. <laughs> God. How do you not call it that all the time? I mean, That yeah. might be my only problem with Sacramento. Such a fun college town. Uh, had a great comedy show. Played an amazing pinball. But nobody there is calling it the big sack. So here's the other part about Sacramento. Just to recap, uh, had a great show at the Gateway Show. Had two great sets that I'm real happy with. Um, ate at a Denny's that was desolate and weird. Like even the met. Did you see the vending machine try to tiptoe away? Oh really? Yeah. Even the vending machine was like, "Hey, can you guys like hold the door open? I want to get out of here." Psst. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went and slept on a riverboat. Yeah. So the night wasn't too bad. Not too bad. Sea lions barking in the distance. Woke up and had coffee looking at a river with, weirdly, an auctioneer who I couldn't see. And it was that weird 
amplified river, you know, when you ever hear speakers over water, it's like that, like that extra amplification. I don't know if you know what, I grew up on a lake where there were like rowing regattas. And so that sound is really familiar to me of like speakers, not over a racetrack, but over water. It does this crazy bounce thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Don't. The sound from speakers, not on the boat. Correct. Sound from speakers somewhere else, like a racetrack or something. The sound was bouncing off the water and hitting your ear? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's that sound of a faraway thing bouncing off the water. And then, yeah, exactly right, catching your ear. And it was such a familiar... It's like when I smell a brewery. I grew up near a brewery. And when I smell the hops brewing from a brewery, it's not a smell that I could describe. But the second I smell it, I'm back at like eight years old bouncing a tennis ball off the Molson Brewery wall. And hearing that like sound uh, like of a of a whatever it was a race happening bouncing off the water and into my ears made me feel like I was like sitting in my parents backyard that's so nice it was nice I felt very at home in Sacramento it's beautiful it's it's surprisingly beautiful beautiful. yeah and also maybe it's because I'm high but like picturing sound skipping off a river like a stone Mm. is a real fun thing to picture yeah yeah yeah. nice yeah let's go back to the big sack we'll do some shows there okay yeah I would love that I really love big sack tour the big a big sack tour. Come on, they've got a beautiful state capitol. We um, wandered through downtown and found some like, like college action. That was the other thing about. I'm starting. I mean, that sounded I so dirty. Wait, no, we yeah. Well, what college action do you mean, Mary Jane? What what was this hot college action? I swear to God, I'm not a degenerate. No, you found hot college. Ac- you were gone for a couple hours. What happened? <laughs> hot college action. Singles in your area. Stop. Just a quick bathroom hookup, that's all. You know, nothing. <laughs> Have you ever hooked up in a bathroom? No. I had sex in a restaurant bathroom once. Really? Yeah, it was Wh- hot. Whoa. Really hot. With someone you knew? Yeah, oh yeah, we weren't just like, <laughs> you over there, me over here, see you in here. Sure. No, it was like on a date, and we both just went to the bathroom and then went into the uh, men's room stall, and we hooked up, and then came out, and our um, dinner was on the table. Whoa. It was really hot. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. We just locked that bathroom door for uh, a half hour. Because <laughs> you know me. I fuck good. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're gone from your table for half an hour, I feel like they're not going to deliver your entrees. Yeah. That's Wouldn't they good... just like reset your table? Depends on what kind of restaurant you were at. White Castle. Great. Yeah. Right. No, that is hot. But though. it was the reserved booth. Oh my god. No, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to bring it down. Like it sounds no, really right. hot. It sounds sexy. It was really sexy. There yeah. was there was there's something you know. Like you want each other so much that you just can't wait. So you get up from the table, you go, you fuck, and then you come back and eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can kind of smell each other on yourselves, and you're a little hungrier, and um, and you want that drink of wine. And you have a shared secret. And you have a fucking shared secret. Yeah, and maybe it's not even a secret, but who the fuck cares? Yeah, you just created a, like a hot new memory. Damn right. That's sweet. Yeah, it was nice. That's really nice. Um, and so, anyway, oh, so then we went to Monterey, mm-hmm. um, which you changed my life, so thank you very much. And oh. thank you to your beautiful friends and sister in Monterey. I don't know if they'll ever listen to this, but I just want to thank them publicly for their hospitality, joy, kindness, comedy, and um, intelligent conversation. Yeah, they're a fun bunch. Fun bunch of wackadoos. Monterey's a trip. Well, the aquarium was a trip. Yeah. I have never seen those animals in my life. And to see them up close and then know that you grew up around them in Port Townsend or in Newfoundland. Uh, yeah, is some like of them. 
unbelievable. For sure. Can we talk about that flatfish that eye that its its eye moves? Yeah. Okay. What's it called? Um, any of the flatfish. So there are a bunch of different species of soles and flounders and turbots and halibut and all that kind of stuff. So any of those fish that um, you see that lie flat on the bottom on a sandy or rocky bottom and they sort of camouflage themselves to blend in are born. It's crazy, but they're born like regular fish where they swim with one you know, uh, dorsal fin on their back and then their uh, pectoral fins are one on either side and they have eyes on either side like normal fish. And then as they mature, they slowly flip 90 degrees so that one eye moves from, say, the right side of the head to the left side. So both eyes, once they're like lying on their side, basically, are looking up and one pectoral fin is on top and one is on bottom. So they go from swimming upright to swimming flat, but they're actually not. It's very strange. It's, it's like very weird. Once you look at them and you understand that like their one eye has actually moved from the other side of the head to join its fellow partner eye yeah. <laughs> on the top side of the fish, it, it'll change your world. When you yeah. actually look at them and you realize you're like, wait, what? That fish is, they're not born flat. No. They come out like little crazy normal fish and then they turn on their side what the heck do you think is going through their brains when like slowly but surely they're like oh shit my fucking eye is in the middle of my forehead well it's like puberty for humans right you're like what the fuck is happening like all of a sudden you grow like boobs or sprout hair in weird places and shoot up six feet and your appetite changes and you smell different and you want to fuck it's the same thing one this fish is like hits a certain age and its eye moves to the other side of its head and it's like ah god (laughs) no i love that i love that it's a celebration because it's like ah when is it going to happen to me all my friends are flat yeah exactly (laughs) totally that's great yeah there's a little Uh, flatfish puberty moment where he's like oh my eye is shifting mom dad (laughs) son this is a big deal (laughs) and then his mom is like gets him a cake and he's all like embarrassed and he's like mom god she's like no you're you're a real flatfish now yeah that's Mm -hmm. so nice and all the friends are like you know, hey, <laughs> congrats. Yeah. You, you're not all up and down no more. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's a positive story. It was really fun to um, look at those flatfish and talk about it. And that octopus. Yo, that's the only thing I'll, I'm never going to eat an octopus. I never, I have always known they were the perfect alien, but finally seeing one up close after watching oodles of YouTube videos and now like wanting to put my hand against the glass and communicate with it and be like, tell me your secrets. I love octopus so much. They are um, so individual that they have personalities. They're so smart that they can unscrew jars and use tools. They escape from places to go visit other tanks when they're in aquariums. They're um, they've been compared to like having the intelligence of a cat. They're so cool and smart. And when they take ecstasy, they hug. Octopuses, yes. Yes, there was that article in the New York Times about giving octopus, uh, octopuses, octopi, uh, MDMA, and it actually makes them hug. It's a beautiful... It's beautiful. Octopuses do drugs and hug. Yeah, right? Yeah, well, it actually was... I think the research study was like... They put two in a tank and they would give one MDMA and they would just want to be closer to each other and maybe touch each other. And then if they hadn't been given MDMA, they're territorial and they would want to be left alone. So one octopus would be at one corner and the other one would be like, don't touch me. Hell yeah. A little MDMA and they would actually move toward each other and touch. That's amazing. Ooh, eight tentacles just like vibing on your body and changing color with you. Like your body is a rave. I don't know if I told you this or not. But, um, you know, when we were sitting around that fire pit at night, yeah, um, because it's Halloween and it's getting spooky out, 
I started to get real nervous because I'm not a camping boy and we were in the middle of the woods with a fire going and I couldn't see two feet in front of me Ah. and I really started getting in my mind a bit about it. I sensed a shift. I wondered what that was. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so funny. (laughs) Were you like worried that someone was going to come out of the woods wearing a mask? Yes. All I could keep thinking about was the next sentence. I was going to say something like, it's so cool here. And then an arrow would just go through my heart and you'd hear, oh no. Those would be my last words. I kept thinking about my last words. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Forests are known for murder. Forests are very safe. Cities are known for murder. That's what's up. You know? That's what's up. That's a brilliant, brilliant sentence. It's scary as hell. Yeah. All I've, you know, because um, I just am. I just expect to have to survive the night instead of enjoy the night. Right. But don't you feel like you've been around much more danger in your life as a city dweller in any of the cities that you've ever lived in? 100%. But I also feel like in the city, there's something about people being around and cars and just life and others Mm. where I feel like if I were to scream or fight or run or bang or anything, someone would be there who I could befriend to save me or fight with me to save our lives and i kept looking at their big beautiful dog and just being like all right buddy if you freak out i know to freak out and so i was really just like trusting um their 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 animals instincts yeah the poodle it's like i use archie and bobo to tell me when i come home from a scary movie of like shit's fucked up or not like yeah you know and you have ghosts in your apartment well no i don't because archie and bobo would tell me if they were there because like when we came home when i came home from seeing hereditary Mm -hmm. you know and you and i had gone to that midnight screening then i was like okay see you later and i went home and i walked in and the first thing i did was like check in with archie and bobo and then i immediately checked all of the ceilings of my apartment and cupboards and under my fucking bed and then i saged the whole goddamn place damn right and then texted you and was like are you okay and you were like I can't, Mm-mm. I have every light on, you know? And I, so, but the thing is like, there was this evolution in my life of like, I used to be so scared of horror movies. I used to be so scared. I used to love scaring myself, watching them when I was like a teenager and like watching, you know, like Blair Witch Project, for instance. So scary, so good. And then honestly, I had something truly, really bad happen to me where like I had a friend die and I was like, I'm just not scared of that shit anymore. Whoa. Yeah, you know, I'm not actually scared of... Because you you witnessed the thing that you were most scared of. Yeah, it made me not scared of fucking hobgoblins and scary movies anymore. Where I was like, I think, you know, anyone who has seen something that is real, real, yeah. is then... Um, it just shifts in some way. And then the, the, on the on the sort of like the... <laughs> the like the, the poltergeist level of like the, you know, scary things being like doors you know cabinet doors open and like fucking things i'm genuinely scared of shipping rearranged in your fucking house yeah i lived with someone who was i was in a relationship with and i would get up and he would have done all of that shit (laughs) like because he was crazy yeah and like there was one yeah please tell the story well there was one fucking morning where i got up you know we were in love whatever we were living together but he was also like uh, troubled and and I don't know doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do and also doing a bunch of drugs and I woke up one morning and like every cabinet door in my kitchen was open there were piles of salt all around my house he'd built a weird altar out of like cider bottles and like bones and shit that I have because I always have like dead animal bones around my house yeah I you're always, a witch and um 
And both of my animals were just like in the corner, like Bobo with his back hunched and Archie with his like eyebrows drooping. And I was like, what's going on? And he was like, oh, I was just, and he'd just been up all night, like rambling and raving and opening drawers and doors and doing spells and whatever. Like he was just, you know. On meth or something. On meth. He was just on meth. Yeah. He was just on fucking meth. Straight up. And uh, <laughs> so you. <laughs> and, <laughs> so now like drawers open and fucking anything <laughs> happens or like. <laughs> like if you did have a poltergeist. Like he's nothing compared to my fucking axe, man. <laughs> like fucking piles of salt and like weird, you know, upside down writing on the mirror and steam and shit. And I'm like, yeah, really? Like I've seen worse from the dude that I lived with. All right. Well, what if I throw a plate? What if I throw a plate against the wall? He used to like throw plates in my head. Okay. Uh, mm, all right. Uh, he was uh, taken away from my house on a stretcher. Like it was very terrifying. All he was right. like legit. Like what do you got poltergeist? What are you going to do? You're going to write some mean words and steam on the mirror. I'm and, like, here. Oh, you're going to call me fat in the <laughs> mirror steam. Cool. He did worse. <laughs> <laughs> I love this poltergeist just losing his mind with you or it's mind with you where it's just like, what do I got to do to spook her oh he's, he's gonna have to like straight up go to therapy to like fi- <laughs> figure his poltergeist shit out she's not scared at all like the the therapist is like have you slammed a door <laughs> try slamming any doors and i'm just like get a job poltergeist <laughs> it's not scary you know what you know who is scary or not even that scary <laughs> like but has done it all before my fucking ex all right how about this Fuck. uh i'm gonna rip the covers off of you in the middle of the night Totally not scary. That <laughs> happened and worse. <laughs> Drag you by the ankle up the wall? Well, I never got dragged up the ankle by the wall, but um, yeah, like, uh, you know, rip the blinds down in the morning and yell. Sure. Sure. God. Great. This poltergeist is going to be so frustrated. It's true. He also very, very occasionally made me breakfast, so. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe that's the move for maybe the poltergeist. That's, yeah, that's the end. If he, like, made me breakfast. Uh-huh. That'd be nice. <laughs> he's like, he, he's like, I've done everything. Yeah, I don't know what to do it's anymore. Just reduced to making breakfast. Like now we're in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the really scary part. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you fucking terrify me. That's the perfect metaphor. He's like, now we're in a relationship, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's so good. Oh my gosh, this feels like the perfect time to talk about what we should talk about oh, real quick. Because all right. that is so, so funny. Especially <laughs> especially coming up for like, I'm just going to be real, for the holidays and for Halloween, Ooh. I kind of, not to give out to children, that's not what I'm saying, no. but to like make for my friends, I might want to make everybody some chocolate edibles for Halloween and give everyone like a little five milligram treat. Uh, really, all you need is a magical butter machine. The easiest, most consistent way to make edibles at home. Yeah, it's so freaking easy and it's perfect for growers. Anybody who has plant material, you can use buds, shake, sugar leaf any kind of concentrate if you make edibles at home you need this machine it takes all of the effort out of the process and you don't have to waste a whole day making your infusions at home no we made that coconut oil and it was literally just taking a bunch of big beautiful bud setting it and forget it yeah and it was done you simply add your herbs and your butter, cooking oil or grain alcohol. You set your time and temp, and the machine will do the rest. Yeah, and when you order one, it comes with everything you need. So it is a um, reusable purify filter, which is great for straining everything. Um, a love glove. Heat resistant, yeah. Mm, what I call my right hand, but also it comes with one. Weird. 
Well, <laughs> <laughs> and it has a 60-day satisfaction guarantee or your money back, and it has a one-year warranty. And you can infuse your butters, oils, and tinctures at the touch of a button. Yeah. So to get your own Magical Butter machine today, go to MagicalButter.com and use promo code WEEDANDGRUB at checkout to save $30 off your purchase. It's great. MagicalButter.com, Weed and Grub coupon code, 30 bucks off. Make a bunch of chocolates for your pals. Yeah, go to the Halloween party and be a hit. That's what's up. That's the move, isn't it? Yeah. And also like tinctures and like lotions straight up. Oh my gosh. It is lotion season. My skin is drier than Aubrey Plaza's delivery. Oh, snap. Call me Chardonnay because I am dry and white. Um, Wow. (laughs) So make make some lotions with your magical butter machine. (laughs) Magicalbutter.com, promo code weed and grub. Now we're back in San Francisco. Yep. Uh, and I, I just uh, one, one, one last thing. Can we talk about the fact that we, um, we found ourselves in a brothel? Uh, yes. Please, let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, look, I'm all about sex, and I'm all about sex workers. I, I'm, I'm pro all of it, to be honest. But when you walk into a brothel, it felt like it felt like. Have you ever walked into an open mic? Like you went to your neighborhood bar to have a great time, and you walked into an open mic, and you were like, "Oh no, there's poetry here." Exactly. That's exactly perfect. Yes. We wanted to go where? What's his name? Used to do all his writing. Kerouac. Kerouac used to write in there. Vesuvio. Mm-hmm. That place is a straight up brothel. Vesuvio Cafe was the weirdest place to end up in because. I'm fairly sensitive to um, eye contact Mm -hmm. as a woman in a bar. Like if someone's making eye contact with me, I either know to avoid it or to sort of like inquire, like, do they need my help? You know? Yeah. I'm not up to like gazing at strangers lovingly in the eye. From the second that we sat down at that bar, I was fully aware of like several sets of eyes, not just on me, but on both of us. Yep. Did you feel that? Uh, Yeah. I felt like I was a snack. Yeah. Yeah. It felt weird. It I, it was like people put a price tag on my forehead. Yeah. Wondering how much I cost. It was interesting to sort of like feel all of the eyes. And then I was like, I, I don't think I said anything to you immediately. But then you pointed out or maybe you just mentioned there was a table behind us. And you were like, what's up with that table? And it was two women and two men. And they were... Uh, uh, just like inquiring looks, inquiring mm-hmm. looks, inquiring looks at us. And we were just sitting like, you know, companionably kind of like breaking down your set at the porn bar. Right. I'm like, yeah, you doing what we do, like yakking and hanging. And then a man came up to both of us and put his big, fat, sweaty, meaty palm on the table and said, what are you doing here? And then we both just looked at him didn't say anything you bristled actually i won't say we both just looked at him like you were sitting at the outside i was kind of tucked in a corner and you were sort of closer to him and you bristled visibly like your your shoulders squared your neck got a little longer and i was just looking at kind of the back of your head but i was like whatever that guy's looking at on your face is like you're not welcome here mm-hmm. yeah i felt it from your back oh yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. the, the spikes came out yeah and yeah. then he sort of moved on and then sailors came in sailors came in it must be like the equivalent of i don't know maybe san francisco also has a fleet week but i saw a lot of sailors around that day and they were all wearing those little like fucking donald duck hats what are they called like the the little white i don't know round hats yeah sailor hats sailor hats but not the ones with the brim and the like the little 
No, the kind that you would float down a sewer grate in it. Yeah, exactly. They look <laughs> exactly. And these guys all walked in and they're like navy outfits, super cute. Went to the back of the Vesuvio Cafe. Bought a round of shots. Yep. And then straight up disappeared. Disappeared. Too many sailors to not notice them go out the front door. They did not go out the front door. They went into some secret bookshelf or something. They were gone. They were gone. They made may, may, maybe were led upstairs or yeah through a through a secret entryway, but they were just straight up gone. Yeah, that was crazy because we both looked at each other and we were like, it was noisier in here a minute ago. Yep. And now it's not. And then you know, I hope they had a great time. I bet they did have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Some handies. Mm-hmm. Some B- BJ's. I don't know. Circle J's. Yeah, some circled sweet circle jays i don't know I don't whatever know. whatever is for them whatever all of them are into yeah. with consensual you know hopefully people who are being paid to do it with them mm-hmm. and it's all consensual and great and you know not weird yep and then a, a couple minutes later a madam who i was just so, she was just so obviously the one who was running the whole show oh for sure because as soon as she stepped behind the bar everybody kind of like perked up a bit and mm-hmm. she opened up you know she reached into the cooler and helped herself to a water and opened it and then just leaned against it like a boss taking deep sips and looking around yeah clocking everyone damn right wow then to end our brothel experience uh two hammered blackout men sat next to me looked me in the eyes and just started talking yeah right it was weird and i go oh you're gonna sit down uh-huh. And they go, yeah, is that cool? And then we said nothing. And we all just stared at each other for what felt like. I just sat sat and watched you bristle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, kind of entertaining. I mean, sorry, but like. Fucking bristling evening. Yeah. You were very bristly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you're in San Fran and you are looking for a place, go to Vesuvio. Yeah. Evidently, they do sex work there. Yep. Pretty Pretty sure that's what's happening. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Oh man, um, I I mean to me those are the highlights. Yeah, so I, far that's it. That's those are that. That's it. That's our week on the road. Yeah, so far it's been spiraling. More to come. Oh wait, I did have a really good thing happen today. What happened today? I saw um, a new Starbucks sandwich. <laughs> Say no. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about the hot new Starbucks sandwich? No. What's the hot new Starbucks sandwich? It's the. The chicken dubstep panini. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, we went to a Starbucks, and there was this chicken panini on the counter, and you know, there's like the label on it, and the label said, "This is the chicken dubstep DBS." This dubstep, right? That's dubstep. It's the chicken dubstep panini. So I was just wondering, like, what that sandwich tastes like, and what the ad campaign will be for the chicken dubstep panini now uh, available at Starbucks. Bark, <laughs> that it's like, bark, yeah. Bark. Like when the drop is coming, it's like chicken dub Stepanini, and it entertained me for a solid hour today where I was thinking about what that sounds like. <laughs> if anybody listening likes dubstep as i do it is so near and dear to my heart it is what i love like i hear that drop and i hear that bass and i hear that fucking blah 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> if you want to remix some chicken dubstep and send it our way i swear to god we will fucking play it yeah straight up straight up please 
please remix. Send that egg drop. Send some, send a hot egg drop with some fried eggs too. I mean, you could mix like the sounds of eggs, the sounds of eggs hitting pans, the sounds of chickens, the sounds of laying. Chicken dubstep. Chicken dubstep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll play the shit out of that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Send it on over. Hot chicken dubstep. Hot chicken dubstep. Fried chicken dubstep. It's a whole new genre, guys. Listen, Mm -hmm. I need new music in my life. I've been looking for it. I haven't found it yet. I think it might be chicken dubstep. It is chicken dubstep. Send it over. Amazing. Yeah. El Pollo Loco. Send it. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Come on. Do you have any plugs this week? Yeah, hot plugs? Yeah. Mm, not currently uh, at that I can mention right now. Oh, yeah, you can't we're, yet. Working on some good stuff, though. Yeah. And, ooh, I, I guess the one thing we can say is that we're going to be coming to a couple cities Yeah. soon. And if you were in one of those cities, um, like Portland or yeah. New York. Well, we can say we're going to be at the Dope Cup yeah. hanging out and kind of trying to run around and get some fun stuff happening. So if you're going to be in Portland, hit us up. And if you're in New York in November, mm-hmm. hit us up again. Yep. Yeah. So a uh, couple plugs for me. I will be doing hosting a charity event called The Give in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Improv on the 11th. It's really cool. Um, a lot of the proceeds go to a charity, and we choose a charity that night for it to go to. So we kind of build a community, and that community gets to change the world that evening as one. And that's how you create good memories. Um, I'm also doing it in D.C., um the week i think on the 22nd and or the 23rd and then in new york on the 25th and in between all of that october 18th is glazed at the hollywood improv uh lineup is already really good tickets have already almost sold out but you can get some before i even release the lineup and that is october 18th at the hollywood improv glazed those are my plugs mary jane are you looking for a chicken dubstep act for your (laughs) yes (laughs) because hell yes i would like to make one please do that please be that person yeah if you can do chicken dubstep for glazed (laughs) it's gonna be a two chicken show in a row because last time had that um, oh my god magician of the year from magic castle oh my god pulled chickens out of his straight jacket chickens out of his straight jacket (laughs) and straight up blew my goddamn mind yeah and this one please come on stage and play chicken dub i don't know if i can do chicken dub after that straight jacket thing but yo that's a hot show (laughs) (laughs) everybody have beautiful weeks like subscribe please leave reviews and keep sliding into our dms with comments whisk pics yes luge luge for lost souls anything like we i don't know this is a cool time we are coming to a bunch of uh, dispensaries uh with our ad campaign and growing and growing and i don't know it's all because of you guys yeah thank you all so so much grublets grublets you going with that really no (laughs) (laughs) just thought i'd try it on your ears one more time grublets i think it's kind of cute no don't let me say it enough that it wears you down okay (laughs) we can do better cool cool thanks for that yeah appreciate that about you bye everybody bye